This episode of the Kill Innovations podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. You can become a supporter by visiting shop.philmckinney.com and making a contribution. Your support helps defray the cost to produce, host, and stream the show. As always, any profits are donated to charities such as hackingautism.org. I'm Phil McKinney, and welcome to Season 11 of the Kill Innovations Podcast, a show about ideas, creativity, and innovation. When the mantra, innovate or die, is invoked, two companies who are often mentioned as examples are Nokia and Kodak. But in what way exactly did these two companies fail to innovate? And what lessons can we learn from their failures? Here are five innovation blind spots that I identified that ultimately doomed them to failure. Number one, they defined their business too narrowly. Nokia began life in a small village in Finland, basically as a paper mill. It branched out into electronics in the 1960s, and in 1979 created the first cellular network in the world. Soon after, Nokia launched its first car phone. In the late 1990s and early 2000s, Nokia was the global leader in mobile phones. Profits were sky high. The shareholders were ecstatic. No doubt, Nokia thought its name would be the Kleenex of mobile phones. Then, companies who were focused on the internet arrived, with people who understood that data, not voice, was the future of communication. Now fast forward to 2013, when Nokia's hardware division was acquired by Microsoft. It was the end of Nokia's glory days. In a TechCrunch article, Daniel Gleason states that Nokia just didn't grasp the whole concept of software or the idea of developing an ecosystem around apps. Nokia's focus was hardware, and they got stuck there. Adam Leach worked with Nokia's original smartphone platform, Symbian, on projects such as Nokia Communicator, one of the first smartphones ever developed. Talking about his experience in collaborating with Nokia, he said the attitude was, quote, it's got to be a phone. Phone first, phone sell, end of quote. Nokia's reluctance to switch from a focus on hardware to one on software left it eating the dust of other companies. Similarly, Kodak made the monumental blunder of clinging to an analog cameras instead of moving quickly to digital. As Forbes noted, the members of the organization were so tied to the idea that their paychecks came from the sale of consumables such as film, chemicals, and paper. Thus, no consumables, no profit was their assumption. So what is the lesson learned from this blind spot? Be careful about how you define your business. Make it broad enough to encompass the possibility of change and deep enough to reach down to the core concerns of your customers. Blind spot number two, they forgot about the customer. George Eastman, founder of Kodak, once said his goal was to make the camera as convenient as the pencil. And with that attitude and the development of dry plate technology, he launched both an iconic American company and the entire practice of amateur photography. The Kodak moment embodies the idea of being able to capture special memories easily and inexpensively. Later, Eastman bet his company's future on new technology leaving dry plate photography behind and embracing film because he saw how the new world would serve the customer better than the old. 
He similarly jumped on color film early, even though it was inferior to black and white for a long time during its original R&D work. Somehow, Eastman's wisdom did not survive. Later on, leadership at Kodak thought only about profits and hung on to the outdated technology. They forgot the customers, and the customers moved on to competitors who offered technology that made their lives easier. Nokia and its lack of expertise about software didn't pay enough attention to their compatibility of apps, even designing phones that didn't work with games that consumers had played out on their phones previously. This lack of focus on customers' needs is a nail in any company's coffin. So what is the lesson learned from this blind spot? Keep the customer at the center. Spend the time getting to know the customer and thinking about how to solve their problems. Blind spot number three, they moved too slowly. Fast innovations is hard when things are going well. One of the big mistakes Nokia made was that it didn't transfer its smartphone platform from the original Symbian OS to the next generation one, Mego. They didn't do it soon enough. Its decision to try to compete with Android by open sourcing Symbian in 2008 came a few years too late. Kodak, too, moved with inexcusably slowness in their face of industry changes, considering they saw it coming well in advance. The company did a study in 1981 that indicated they had about 10 years to prepare for the transition to digital photography. But they completely failed to embrace this new technology. In fact, they mostly hid from it. So what is the lesson learned from this blind spot? Be nimble and courageous. Make the tough calls to embrace new technologies, new products, even, especially if, your organization is profitable and comfortable. Remember that tweaking existing products can only take you so far. Blind spot number four, they didn't listen to their own people. Kodak, with all its resources, had an early start with digital cameras. It knew about the technology almost 20 years before the sale of digital cameras eclipsed analog in 2002. But not only did upper management not listen to its own market research department, who sounded the alarm that the company had only a decade to transition to digital, one of its own engineers actually developed the first digital camera, and they hushed it up. According to Steve Sasson, the Kodak engineer who invented the first digital camera in 1975, people within the company reacted to his new invention by saying, Oh, that's cute. Don't tell anyone about it, though. Sasson was unable to convince anyone in Kodak of its potential. Soon, Sony and others put inexpensive digital cameras on the market, and Kodak's moment was lost. The warnings from inside the organization were ignored, and in 2012, Kodak filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. So what's the lesson learned from this blind spot? Make sure innovators from every level within your organization have a voice, and then listen to them. Now, blind spot number five, they failed to foster a culture of innovation. In other words, they got complacent. Nokia's early history of innovation, a transition from being a paper mill to electronics to smartphones, could not survive the company's complacency and attachment to hardware. They became overly satisfied with their success and failed to plan effectively for future advances. Kodak's leaders also neglected to help employees see digital as an opportunity. They saw only that digital innovations would eradicate film and photo finishing services, and they looked no further. 
1989, CEO George Fisher told the New York Times that Kodak had, quote, regarded digital photography as the enemy, an evil juggernaut that would kill the chemical-based film and paper business that fueled Kodak sales and profits for decades, end quote. Innovation can be threatening. In some cases, you have to let go of one product or service while you are transitioning to a new one, like Tarzan letting go of one vine with the hope that he can reach the next one. Face it, it's scary. So what was the lesson learned in this blind spot? Make innovation a tangible component in your organization's culture and reward accordingly. Help your employees swing from one vine to the next. So what does this all mean with these five blind spots? Nobody says innovation is easy. We are fortunate that we can learn lessons from the blunders of companies like Nokia and Kodak and look for ways to see beyond our own innovation blind spots and help ourselves and our organizations be successful. If you enjoyed today's show, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can find all the links and resources from this episode, along with every other episode going back to 2005 at filmmckinney.com. Just click on podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, such as your thoughts on the new format for the show, topics you would like covered, or any questions you might have. Ping me on Twitter at Phil McKinney, all one word, or on LinkedIn or Facebook. You can find links to where I hang out on social media at PhilMcKinney.com. And as always, thanks for listening.